You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome back to the Oz Network as we move on to part two of our Lost Season 4 finale recap series. We're into There's No Place Like Home, part two, second one, the second part of the three parters. This one first aired on the 29th of May, 2008, two weeks after the first part. It was written by Jack Hurley, Saeed, Sun and Kate. Uh, as well as Carlton Cuse and Damon Lindelof, and it was directed by Jack on a bender. My name is Ben, and I'm going to keep my eye on you, shorty. And my name is Noren. So. <laughs> Rodents. Um, we're back. We, it just feels like we just did this a minute ago, didn't it? Um, there's no... I'm still sick. <laughs> you didn't get better? Jesus Christ, what's wrong with you? Uh... The plague. Fix yourself. It's the the cats that were outside <laughs> spreading the plague. What happened to those cats? I miss those cats. It's been a long season since the season three finale. I, I think they're dead. Did they, did they get shot? Um, well, I'm surprised they're not breeded. But yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, but yes, they died. part two, here we go. Um, it's exciting now. Lostpedia disappoints me with the fact that they combine two and three together, so it makes it difficult for me to realise what's happening here. Um, luckily, you don't take diligent notes. I actually, I mean, I was about to say to myself five seconds ago, why do I bother taking notes when I've got Lostpedia? But I actually did take notes. Let's see if I can understand them. <laughs> I might actually get the episode going with me at the same time so I know what the fuck I'm talking about because I don't actually know what I'm going to be talking about here. For the most part, at least. But uh, we will try our best assistances to um, at least attempt to make some sense out of this. So we, we've got in the previously on, uh, we reliving that we've got to go back, Kate. We've got to go back. And well, I skipped the previously on, which made for a very awkward beginning of this episode. It just started with a car reversing. <laughs> what? Why is there a car reversing? It's... She's literally it's going back. It's the one back. episode where I really feel like you have to watch the previously. I, I do appreciate the fact that they kind of like leave off on this so long after it happened. Like it's been a whole season essentially. So again, chronologically yeah. lost works well. But um, if you're not watching it chronologically. Uh, so yeah, Kate literally going back. She reverses and then um, <laughs> gets out. Who do you think you are? Uh, and then we hear the name of... Um, you know, old Jeremy Bentham's dead. Ooh. And you believe him. Of all, of all people. Um, why, like, okay, they're saying it purely for the fact of let's keep the twist alive. But come on, as if they're really... <laughs> like, this is literally Empire Strikes Back of I believe him to be the offspring of Anakin Skywalker. Like, come on. Like, no one... Literally like that. on the plane, as soon as Karen walked out of the door on the plane, oh, we have to lie. But here, there's no one around. Yeah. And we have to call him Jeremy Bentham. We have to refer to him as Jeremy Bentham. Um, Jack mentions... Walt is the worst. Jack mentions... We'll get to that. Aaron's name. Kate slaps him. Don't you say his name. <laughs> I want th- I want that to be... We we left Boone back there. Slapped him. Don't you say <laughs> his name. <laughs> I, I appreciate this scene, but it is a bit soap opera. Yeah. It's a bit guiding line. Um... The whole uh, spent the last three years trying to forget what happened on that last day when we got off the island. 
It's really not the worst day they've had on the island, is it really? <laughs> like, I mean... <laughs> One of the best? In all seriousness, like, what happens is not brilliant, but it's what, did you just say that because Sawyer jumps out of a helicopter? Like, um, anyway, Jack and Sawyer are going through the... Oh, I'm just doing this in order, by the way. I'm not doing it in flashboards and flashbacks because my notes are all over the place. So I'm chronologically losting this in the fact we are doing this in order for once. All right, so I'm just... Well, I feel like if you read the flashbacks on Lostpedia, that's still in order. Stiff shit I've started. Uh, <laughs> just stop me. You're hosting next week. Well, next episode, you can fix it then. Um, so Jack and Sawyer are walking through the jungle. Uh, they come across Hurley taking a whiz. <laughs> oh, poor old Hurley. Why is it poor old Hurley? He's got a penis. He's got to use it. He's got to... Get we out of it. Um, so, <laughs> why do I say these things? I was about to ask an even cruder follow-up question about the size of Hurley's penis, but I thought, no, I better stop. I don't want to know. I reckon it's quite large. Um, Hurley says hello, Jack. Cool. Uh, and then they um, go and they see Locke, and he's there. No, he says hello, Jack, not Hurley. Uh, so there's, there's, they don't know what's happening. Um, oh my god! Shut up! You host it then. Go on. You want to take over? No. All right. Keep your mouth shut. Anyway, we're on the freighter. Sure, I would love to. Go on then. Talk. <laughs> oh god! Put the big boy panties on. Uh, this is when we're on the freighter. I mentioned this in the last episode. Early's in the mental institute. <laughs> Boone's looking for a pen. Um, they're on the freighter, Ben, Noah, Colin. Um, and this is where Desmond is. What would you do if Colin actually just said hello at that point? Like you... <laughs> I'd be waiting for you to ask me a question. Colin's just always on the line. He's got no life. The babies are alive. They're oh, a... gee, you finally asked me a question. Where's he from? Uh, what's that accent? <laughs> Colonies. <laughs> Colin Land. Um, Who's Colin? I don't know. Some guy. Uh, Desmond's going through all the wires here, and this is where he's like, if we cut this one, boom. If we do this, boom. If we do this, boom. And I love gin. Boom. Um, this is where he should have said boom. <laughs> cut this one, boom. Actually, I just want Boone to pop up here. Hello, you said my name. <laughs> yes, I'm here. I can cut it. I can do it. Shut up, Boone. I've got a pen. Uh, <laughs> I remember me and my brother thought his name was Boone for quite a few episodes early on. When you see Boone, it makes your heart go boom. So, there you go. Uh, so, Jack and Locke are having a bit of a fight. Jack said, I'm going to go to the helicopter. Um, this is the first time these two have been together since the premiere, which is amazing to think. Hmm. Well, it's, it's, it's always... We talk about like having Ben and Locke good scenes together. You got to admit, a Jack and Jack and Locke scene's pretty good. Yeah, it's been a whole season, but the payoff is good. It's one of the last scenes they will really share together. Oh, well, they'll be in a casket very soon next to each other. Um, so, um, meanwhile, Ben is being escorted by Kimi and his men, uh, and I love how he like discovers. Uh, Lapita's just with a toolbox, just trying. Who gave you a toolbox? <laughs> um, I love Kimi. I love Lapita's. Oh, they're so good. 
I want the spin-off of Kimi and Lapidus. <laughs> one's a mercenary, one's a pilot. Yeah, let's not get into that again. Uh, so meanwhile, Kate comes running out of the jungle because there's Kate. <laughs> um, I'm one of the survivors of Flight 815. Uh, I'm being chased by one of his people. And of course, <laughs> Kimi just holds her hostage. Um, and then everyone starts shooting at the Kimi's men. And basically everyone dies except for Kimi, who even kills one of his friends by kicking a grenade. Um, I love that moment. Just like, poor random guy. That guy's got a name, doesn't he? We've had him talk before. Um, but just like... Omar. Omar. Oh, Omar everywhere. Um, although one of the guys only gets electrocuted. Like, that doesn't kill people, does it? Because, like, hell, <laughs> everyone got electrocuted in the previous season. Or two. So why does I that love- guy die? I love after four seasons, we have the others and the survivors teaming up to fight a, a greater evil, <laughs> and it works so well. Saeed, it's one of the last ever scenes we'll have of Saeed, really. Oh, until he's... Because he's a badass in this scene, but that's about it. Until he's, like, floating in la-la land with... He'll, yeah, he'll be a zombie soon. Colin, and Colin, wherever it is. Yeah, I like the, the fight here between Saeed and... Uh, Kimi, because it like it, it makes sense. Like these are two military guys just battling the shit out of each other. And what what is with it's this really well done as well? It's up there with just movie fight. I don't get this body armor of Kimi, um, because like he gets stabbed and shot, and he's like ah, and he's like mentions later on, he's like oh my body armor can take it. Like it's not very good body armor if he can get stabbed and shot. I mean, admittedly he survives, <laughs> but Kimi's a bit of a badass, so um. Yeah, why, why does Richard shoot him in the back? Like, you're, you're that close range, shoot him in the head. But I love badass Richard. Is this the only time we ever see Richard shoot someone? <laughs> I'm, sure I'm a Lost fan. <laughs> I'm sure it's on the list of big questions. Uh, I'm a big fan of Lost. I can't tell you if this is the only time we see Richard shoot someone. Come on, if we were playing, like, Lost Trivial Pursuit, that is going to be the question for you to, like, win the final piece of pie. Uh, I want to say in season five, we get a lot of Richard and a lot of guns. So I want to think, no. Remember this point, everyone, right now. Does Richard (laughs) shoot more people? Well, doesn't he have a gun in the um, the, the flashback episode of him? No. Well, I'm not... mm, No. His eyeliner is looking pretty good. Badass Richard, badass Saeed... And the others teaming up to take out the mercenaries is really cool, I think. I also like Ben here, like, when he's just like, you know, oh, can you cut me free, please? Um, <laughs> and then, oh, this, I, I really, really love this bit, too, the way, like, Ben turns to Richard and is like, what was the arrangement? And it's like, oh, they helped rescue us and they can leave the island. And then Ben just mm-hmm. like, okay, you can go. Um, and then the way Kate... What? <laughs> But, like, yeah, just, I just think it's a great little moment. And like, the way Kate's even just like, you know what, that's it, we can go? And Ben's just like, yep, see ya. Um, well, Michael Emerson plays it so well where you can tell, even about the dialogue, you can tell just the way he plays it. Ben Line is thinking, oh shit, like, this is this is one of the worst situations we've had on the island ever. Things are dire. I don't care about these, these people that we've been trying to war with for all this time and these people, like, screw them. Like, this is much bigger than all. Oliver's, uh, that he's just like, yeah, whatever, let them go three, three, we've got other things to deal with right now. Like, yeah. you can really, 
the way he plays that, you get all of that out of that. Um, Michael Lomas. Do you also think it's a case of the fact that, I mean, he, he knows he has to get them all back to come back anyway. So, like, I mean, it's kind of just a case of, eh, you know, I get a free trip to Tunisia. <laughs> <That'll> be- <laughs> so, something like that. Yeah, very soon. Um, so, meanwhile, in a flash forward, we have uh, Hurley opening up a thing of sugar or something. I don't know what he's doing. And uh, Michael's mum shows up and, are you dangerous? <laughs> Who are you? She's fun. I like her. What was, what was her name again? Uh, Karen. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, what is her name again? Um, I feel like it was a bit... Yeah, it wasn't Doreen or something, wasn't it? No. Nori? Nori? Nori. Um, uh, I don't know. Whatever. Karen. Fuck it. We went there already. Uh, So, uh, I love Walt coming in here, looking a bit grown up, you know. Balls have dropped. Good for him. Good for you, Walt. This, Um, this, in the timeline, this Walt is only 30. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, I guess they had to do this, though, didn't they? Um. Yeah, I'm glad they got Walt back. It's always nice to see him, but yeah, it's a little bit skew if when you watch chronologically lost all of a sudden. <laughs> it's kind of like... Um, but I do also like. Um, but is it? Is he? How old was he on the island? Ten. Oh, okay. So thirteen. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Never mind. He 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 <laughs> he had a stressful childhood. No, his puberty happened. And stuff. It's true. Um, Early onset puberty. I do love Walt when he's like, I thought one of you would come and see me. Like, selfish Walt. Although he's kind of got a point. Like, no one ever thought, oh, what about, what about the boy? Yeah, well, like, what about Michael and Walt? They got off the island. Let's go visit them, I guess. So, true. But, um, selfish Walt. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, what is, this is a bit where he says something about, like, Jeremy Bentham, isn't it? Like, um, you know who came yeah. and saw me? Jeremy Bentham. Like, what? I know they're building up the mystery, but I agree that every time they mention Jeremy Bentham, it's like, come on. Yeah. Like, it would it would be cool if they did, like, a an edit after the big reveal to, like, just keep it in with, like, Locke. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Um, and then Walt's sort of like, why are you all lying? Uh, and Hillary's like, we're doing it to protect the people that remain on the island. And then uh, Walt's reply, like my dad. Uh, ooh, poor Walt. Um, what about, what about but Vincent? <laughs> but then he says, yeah, like your dad. So it makes us think, oh, maybe Michael will be in season five. So. Well, Hurley's pieces, tricking I mean, the viewers. Season five. Uh, <laughs> Do you have any theories at the time on Jeremy Bentham? Uh no, I I was trying to think about that actually, particularly when it came to like the big reveal of the um, of the coffin. Um, not really. I, I mean, I probably did, but I'm young and dumb and stupid, so yeah, I can't. In the did you? through, I think I just thought it was Ben. But, um, in the season three finale. Jack is actually reading a newspaper that talks about Jeremy Bentham's death. So how's that for a little subtle foreshadow? Why is Jeremy Bentham's death like front page news? (laughs) Well, it was the obituary. But like, is it like, has he just got the obituary section? Like, it's just kind of, you know, I don't know. Like to me, it was, yes. yes. (laughs) Thanks. Um, 
I just I thought it was like um um like the front page of like the Los Angeles Times, like he's that famous. Like, not Jeremy Bentham! He can't be dead. <laughs> um so anyway. Uh back on the island, uh Hurley and Sawyer share some crackers. Uh, I love Sawyer's <laughs> face when he like he takes a bite. He's like, mm. <laughs> mm. Um, so yeah, Locke's trying to find this elevator that uh, Ben told him about, and this is where Locke tells Jack that when they get off the island, they're going to have to lie to protect it. Uh, and then Locke also is trying to tell Jack to stay on the island, saying this is where a place where miracles will happen. And if Jack, of course, says, there's no such thing as miracles, and he's going to leave. I think that's a neat twist that Locke is the one who tells them that they have to lie. Like, cause we've never had that confirmation of who actually proposed this idea. And I like the idea that it really feeds into the storyline of Locke is much more in Jack's head than Jack would like to admit. Well, I do and a lot of season five will be Jack saying, well, oh, I was wrong. Locke was right. And I like that idea that, Locke says, you're going to have to lie, and Jack says, oh, I'm not doing that, but then just sticks in his head, sticks in his head, and it's like, oh, Locke is right. As I mentioned, I do like a good Locke and Jack scene, and yeah, like I, I kind of like the arc when it does come sort of full circle with Jack's believability yeah. of everything. So, um, and this, so this is the last scene between the two of them? Uh, I feel like in the life and death of Jeremy Bentham, they have a scene. Um, but Obviously, we have Man in Black Lock, but in terms of the actual characters, it is one of the last, and it's up there. And uh, I'm not a Jack fan, but he hands down has one of the best story arcs in the show, and this is an important scene, I think, for his overall storyline. And just even just watching it now with no sound, just I mean, facial acting, Matthew Fox. Um, you know, you'd mentioned about his hand thing last episode, but, um, I don't know. He's got a way about kind of selling a scene the way you kind of can just hold it. And so, I mean, so does, uh, Locke, so does, uh, Terry Quinn, but it's just, yeah, I think kind of, there's just something about just watching this with no words that Jack just sells it so well. Matthew Fox, I should say. Whatever happened to Matthew Fox? Yeah, where is he, Matthew? You listening? (laughs) Putting the search out for you again. Um, well, how do you think the world will react? And by saying this, clearly he's going to die. But uh, how would the world react to the death of Matthew Fox? Uh, <laughs> who? It'd be like when um, what's his face, Luke Perry died earlier this year, right? People, are like, oh, that's sad. We're like nine hundred two one zero, and then they just forgot about him. So, <laughs> yeah, the life and death of Matthew Fox. Would he get a tribute at the Oscars? I mean, he's been in movies, no. I guess. <laughs> What movie? <laughs> Planet C. No, what was that? World War Z or whatever it was called? Uh, I'm pretty sure he was cut out. <laughs> <laughs> he was in that one that we talked about that time. <laughs> uh, he's in a cowboy movie. Yes, that one. See? Um, who's been in more movies, Michael Emerson or Matthew Fox? Well, if it's not Michael Emerson, then I hate the world. <laughs> Coming soon, Ben and Noah count movies. Um, so yeah, great scene. Um, ben shows up and he's basically like, "Why aren't you gone, Locke?" <laughs> you... I like that. Um, and then this is what the flower looks like, basically. Um, so and... I like Locke. I didn't know what to look for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he does have a very whiny like. Oh, I don't 
annoying. It's teenage lock comeback. Yeah. Oh, God, your favourite. <laughs> Don't tell me what I can do. Don't tell me what to look for. Don't tell me what to look for. Um, what does Ben say to Jack here? Be on a boat within the hour. Is that, yeah, be on, you should be in the boat within an hour. Is that basically it then? No, yes, yep, something yeah, like that. If you want to get off this island. Yeah, cool. Uh, so they go down the elevator. I just want them standing in the elevator with like elevator music. Dun, 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 dun. The orphan station is super cool. Set design and everything. I would like to visit this set. I think it would be pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, really cool. Yeah. I like the idea that it's called the awkward station. The awkward? Awkward? <laughs> The awkward stage. The awkward, awkward. Station 5, the awkward. Yeah. Well, this is the uncomfortable station. <laughs> it's not very good. Um, so, uh, meanwhile, the way to stop the bomb from going off is that Michael has found some liquid nitrogen because all good freighters have liquid nitrogen. Now, he's, he uses the excuse of, this is for the kitchen. Now, how badly are they freezing these foods like that's have you ever played with liquid nitrogen or seen liquid nitrogen work no it's amazing like i don't like science i I was bored with it but i remember like we had a science roadshow come to our primary school when i was like i don't know 10 or 11 and the um oh what's that place the (laughs) what's the science place in canberra called CSIR. That's it. Thank you very much. <laughs> I was debating whether or not I told you or teased you a bit long. Um, the CSIRO, like they did a big demonstration of like liquid nitrogen. So they got like a shoe and they put it in it and then like the shoe smashed and things like that. So, um, yeah, what are they doing with their peas and shit in that boat? Anyway, so Michael's plan here is that they're going to freeze the circuit enough that so when the red light turns green or the green light turns red, whatever way it is, uh, basically, they'll have enough time to possibly get off the boat and work out a way to defuse it. Um, there's a scene with Michael and Son because we needed closure of that romance. Um, <laughs> Those two still don't know what to make. What, like, why? What is this? Like, <laughs> what is it about those two? <laughs> like, are they just shipping a thing? Like, let's be the first network TV to have a romance between an African American male and a Korean woman. Like, groundbreaking. <laughs> Um. Oh, and just the way, like, I, she's like, "I'm pregnant," and Michael's like, "Congratulations, son. <laughs> cool." It's like, is it mine? Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking no. that. Um, I like Desmond getting shitty at Michael. Like, <laughs> how do we even know your things gonna work anyway? Desmond's a bit cranky pants this episode. Isn't he? Like, <laughs> I just can't bloody fix it. Like when he thinks he's found it, and then um, Jin's like, "No, boom." <laughs> and I'm like, "I bloody can't do it. I'm bloody hell." It's cranky Desmond. <laughs> cranky pants Desmond. Um, meanwhile, the boat comes... Uh, Faraday comes back to the island. Again, I love just random people running up to the boat. Like, oh, here comes Faraday. Yippee! It's Daniel! <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Um, I love Miles eating the peanuts. <laughs> oh, Rose again is on fire. Did you ask if you had those peanuts? May I please have some peanuts? <laughs> Oh, Miles and Rose, that's a spin-off that's waiting to happen. Yeah, those two are great together. Oh, Charlotte kind of ruins it a bit. Yeah, Charlotte ruins everything, stupid mole. Uh, <laughs> Faraday. Is... You go ahead. 
Go ahead, Noah. Oh, I think it's this scene, but to this day, after seeing this episode how many times, I still don't... I don't understand. When Miles is saying to her, oh, you you were looking for the place you were born or whatever, uh, and he gets really weird. Oh, what do I mean? <laughs> And obviously she was born on the island, but I just don't know that scene. I don't... Yeah. And this... There's something very off about that scene. And that's the whole thing about Charlotte just being like the worst liar and the worst actress trying to pretend to lie. Like, oh, I don't know what you mean. Shut up. <laughs> Aren't you dead already? Yeah. Ugh. She was... She's already not great, but she was a bit off on this finale. But, but then she's just like... She goes to Faraday and is basically like, nah. I'm I'm staying on the island. Farrah's like stay. He's like you don't understand. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, what do you mean the state? They know that there's no way of finding this island. Oh God. Uh, ben and Locke are going down in the elevator. Um, because they are. And I, I love what is it like. Locke said, like, how far down is it? And it's like far or deep or something like that. Like Ben likes it deep. Are you, talking, are you talking in third person? I will. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm Charlotte. Oh, God. She's the worst. Um, so they go down into the the station. And um, what has happened there is that Ben's going to make him watch another movie. Um, <laughs> I, I love Locke. Is this the magic box? And then I love Ben's like look of just like, no, John. No. <laughs> um, Locke is very uh, jovial in this episode. Dumb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so, yeah, we've got another tape, another orientation film. This time we've got Dr. Edgar Hallowax. Probably my favorite. That sounds like that Halifax FP show this week on Halifax FP. Are they um, going to bring back Halifax? Yeah, yeah they are actually. They they literally are. I'm not joking. They are filming it. It's coming back. Um, I read an article on it earlier this year. Rebecca Gibney, she's in demand. Um, Rebecca Gibney and Gary Sweet, Australia's first pairing. <laughs> Australia's first pairing. The first lady and first man of Australian television, Rebecca Gibney and Gary Sweet. Gary Sweet is cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> I like Gary Sweet. <laughs> Just like silence, and then Gary Sweet is cool. <laughs> Can you can you please, if you are on Tinder, can you just delete everything off your profile? I just have the subtitle Gary Sweet is Gary cool. Sweet is cool. <laughs> you will get an Aussie girl who will be like, Oh my god, this guy's sexy. <laughs> Gary. He likes Gary Sweet just as much as me. <laughs> Gary Rebecca Rebecca Kimmy. I want to do a spin-off podcast. Welcome to Gary Sweetie's Cool with Ben and Noah. <laughs> this week, we discussed Gary's early Gary's years. Sweet. Was he cool back then? 
<laughs> when we finish Lost, we can do the life and times of Gary Sweet. Although by the time we finish Lost, it will be the life and death of Gary The life Sweet. and death of Gary Sweet and Bacon. <laughs> The Gary, life and death Gary, of Gary Sweet. But I'm alive. <laughs> Gary Sweet is cool. That's, that's not a great sort of trying to say that. <laughs> it's, a picture, uh, it's a picture of you holding a photo frame of Gary Sweet. He is cool. What's your favourite Gary Sweet memory, Noah? Oh, I don't really like him. Did I tell the story about when I saw him in person? What? So, okay, this is a, this is a legit true story. So, like, it was the like early nineties when Tasmania used to have like this. We had a, our statewide football league, and you'd have the Tasmanian football grand final at North Hobart Oval, and you'd get like fifteen thousand people there back in the day. I remember going with my dad, and because like the ABC broadcast the grand final. And, of course, one of their big shows at the time was Police Rescue, starring Gary Sweet. So, like, the pre-match entertainment, this helicopter landed in the middle of the Oval, and Gary Sweet was, like, a guest of honour. So everyone was like, whoa, it's Gary Sweet! And then the helicopter took off, and I don't know, he went into, like, a, a corporate box somewhere. But that is legitimately true. They Gary Sweet was, like, pre-match entertainment at the Tasmanian Football Grand Final. How the time to change for Gary. Like, that, like, what would that be? The AFL Grand Final, like, the other week. It would just basically be like, and here's Chris Hemsworth, everyone. Woo! Cool, let's get on with the game. <laughs> uh, Gary Sweet is cool, everyone. So... The glory is... Um, we watched this... Uh, this... this uh, what is it? A tape, thank you. Uh, what is this, like, number five we've seen? Four or five? Yeah, something like that. That the orca was designed to investigate the unique properties of the island, uh, and that vague. The... Wait, what? Who? Vague. Vague booking. Right. Yep. Uh, that there's something called the Casimir Kaz- effect, and that there is a vault, and saying that don't put anything metal in the vault. <laughs> uh, and meanwhile, I love Ben just loading <laughs> up with everything metal. Oh, locks look in his face. Like, um, and <laughs> then he's got a bunny. Uh, and that he's basically going to uh, send him a hundred milliseconds into the future, and uh, I love what's the line that he says? Like, is he talking about what I'm thinking of talking about? And he's like, "You mean a time traveling bunny?" Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, oh, Michael Emerson, such a great line. And then, meanwhile, while all this is going on, the elevator starts to creep back up. Uh, that's actually kind of creepy. Like that would. That would be scary. Yeah, it gets a little horror movie or Texas Chainsaw Massacre like during oh. this. Um, but that's one of the greatest lines. You mean time traveling bunnies? Yes. <laughs> only Lost and only Michael Emerson could get away with that line. We had and, and it be serious. We had recently. We're going to move the island, uh, and now it's time traveling. <laughs> time traveling bunnies. Um, crazy. Only Michael Emerson can say a one word, so, and it can be a cliffhanger of an episode. <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, meanwhile, Hurley and the gang go back to the helicopter. Kate and Sawyer have a eye fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they, like, stare at each other, and it's like eye sex, you know? Like, oh, God, oh. we've come a long way from mild flirting on this podcast. <laughs> they eye fuck each other. 
<laughs> Lost PDU. This is what happens when, when Ben's not reading off Lost PDU. Kate and Sora Ifa. They get in the helicopter. I'm reading off Lost Wiki, uh, not Lost PDU. <laughs> the, the adult version. Um, I do like how kind of after they I fuck. Um, it sounds like a, an Apple device. Like, just... <laughs> oh, the new Apple adult product. This, this is the new iFuck. Uh, <laughs> Two point Now with Wi-Fi, uh, Bluetooth, <laughs> and, a, and a rear camera. <laughs> oh, Ben! Literally. Oh, Steve Jobs would be proud. Um, Steve Jobs. <laughs> ben. I don't even know where that came from. I'm just literally like... <laughs> Steve Blowjobs out of this. What are the jobs? Anus. <laughs> Hard working. <laughs> Doctor. <laughs> Engineer. <laughs> oh, God. Bill, Bill Backgate. <laughs> Elon, fuck. Um... <laughs> oh, my God. Let's edit this part out of the podcast. No, no, let's not. Um... <laughs> Made the best of. Calm down. Um, so they're at the helicopter. They've eye fucked. Um, <laughs> Kate goes over to Jack, and Sawyer's all sad. So he said, "Goes and I fucks Lapidus." <laughs> oh, poor old Lapidus. He's still tied up. Why? Yeah, bondage I fuck. <laughs> I love Lapidus' reaction when he like gets broken out. And he's like, "Ah, let's go." Um, it feels like he's never he's been in those handcuffs for episodes now. <laughs> this whole season, the big twist is when will the Peters get out of the handcuffs? It's um, like gin. So they all get up on the helicopter. Uh, Peters is all excited, uh, and I, I do like the shot of them taking off. And oh, so that so drastic. That, that shot that you see them actually flying over the valley. I'm pretty sure that is the valley on the. Uh, Kawaloa Ranch, whatever it's called, because um, there was a, a part where they take you up, sort of up really high, and it's obviously not as high as a helicopter, but you just sort of see a, a sequence <laughs> like that. And when we were actually there, they were filming, uh, like, well, you'd see, like, the, the area where they were filming the new Jurassic World movie at that time. So clearly I tried to break on set and steal a dinosaur, but it didn't work. Um, so... Meanwhile, uh, back on the freighter, this is where um, Grumpy Desmond <laughs> is all like, I've got it, I've got it. Oh, bloody hell, I just can't do it. I, just... <laughs> uh, I didn't know Desmond was so whiny. Uh, so Michael's still blowing on, <laughs> blowing. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my. Ben, grow up. You're 32. <laughs> uh, 
Jesus Christ. Really? I know, right? You're the young one on this episode. Jesus Christ. I need help. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Again. So, Michael still... (laughs) Shut up. I'm trying to just explain the scene. Michael's got liquid nitrogen and he's running out of gas. uh, Of (laughs) nitrogen. Um, Back in the helicopter... Uh, Lapidus discovers that they're leaking fuel. Of course they are, and clearly a bullet has hit the uh, the fuel tank. I love everyone's reaction in like a movie or something like that when the fuel gauge is going down. Let's tap it. I'm sure that will work. Like, <laughs> and the thing is, the rate that needle is dropping, like they're fucked in two seconds. Like it's dropping really quickly. I love Jack is so stubborn here. Oh yeah, like don't go into the island. Um, is I that also love we have to. I love Saeed and that just like looking out the door and all of a sudden just happens to see leaking fuel. Um, I've been in a helicopter once. In no way do I want to lean out the door and look across. Like, hell no. Um, yeah, Jack very much like, oh no, we can't go back, we can't go back. And then this is where Lapidus is basically like, oh, I'd feel a little bit better if we were a little bit lighter. And then they cut to Hurley. <laughs> <laughs> fat shaming loss. Like, it really is fat shaming. It's like, I mean... Been happy if we were a couple hundred pounds lighter or something like that. They start throwing out like what? What are in these things? These essential items that they're just throwing out. Um, yeah, they throw out a lot of like boxes and just random things like Jack's. I want to bag. see the edited scene where they're throwing out all these boxes. Then you just see Hurley getting thrown out of the helicopter. <laughs> they throw out like, oh, "Hey, look, another satellite phone." Oh, oh shit! <laughs> Didn't realize that one was there. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Hurley. Whoops. But yeah, so basically, you know, a oh, couple hundred pounds lighter. <laughs> and after poor old Hurley, like, okay, let's be honest here. And let's be mean and honest. But if you are in this situation, right? Like, not you, me. Like, if I'm in this situation and I'm surrounded by you and your other skinny mini friends, right? You got to look at me first as the fat one to jump out of the <laughs> helicopter because I'm clearly <laughs> the heaviest in that helicopter. But no, skinny mini Sawyer has to come in and whisper to Kate about something and then all of a sudden make out. And I fucks her. I fucks her. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> he's so mature now. And then, yeah, jumps out of the helicopter because we need to have a shirtless Josh Holloway in an episode, I guess. Um, it's such an epic scene, though, when he falls is. from the helicopter. This I, show is so impressive. I actually remember watching this uh, for the first time going, like, what the hell? Um, this episode's 11 years old. Jesus Christ. It seems like it came out last week. That was the, that was about the age I met you at. Wow. Um, <laughs> what, 11 years old? So, so, yeah, like, just... and But the shot, like, the, the camera work is fantastic. Like, I don't, I don't know if that really was Josh Holloway or a stuntman, but, like, that was just a great shot of whoever that is jumping from the helicopter into the water. And then just the, the look on everyone's face in the helicopter staring down at him, and he just kind of, like, looks up, like, okay, and then just decides to swim back to the island. So nice that Sawyer finally gets his hero moment, though, because season one, Sawyer would not be jumping out of this helicopter. But, like, seriously, like, this guy is like a skinny mini compared to everyone else in that plane. I'm sorry, Hurley. I love you, man, but, like, you should be let's, jumping out. Let's rule out Hurley, but out of everyone else, like, Sawyer, Jack, Saeed. Mm. Why not Kate? Well, she's mini, but... <laughs> Who, who's father out of those three? I just wish Aaron was on the thing. I think it'd be funny to throw the baby. <laughs> well, Claire's gone Aaron missing. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, throw Aaron out. Yeah. 
Um, you know, it's a great moment. Is this is this a potential top five? I didn't think of it at the time, but definitely. And I, I lo- really like season four, but season four is a bit lacking for top five. So, yeah, I think this could be a contender. Um, meanwhile, this, I, this is the scene before where Charlotte said she's staying. Who gives a shit? Um, Faraday is going to take more people back to the boat. And Juliet decides not to come at this point. Um, why does she not come? I think she's just. She just says, "I've got to make sure everyone is on this boat." Why? Because <laughs> <laughs> she's a main character. <laughs> Our hero, Juliet. <laughs> Our hero, Juliet. Jack's gone. Somebody's got to be the hero. I have to point out now. Now, before you go off at me for me being the one to notice this, right? I'm actually looking at it right now, and this is. The G string? <laughs> yes! Yes! There we go! It was I was going to message you. I was going to message you when I watched the episode, but I didn't want to spoil it. Just see if you know. <laughs> it's like hanging out of a bed. He's other, oh the God. other survivor. He's like back in the boat, a G-banger. He's just hanging out the top of the bed. Oh, I noticed that when I watched it. I went back to like, did I see what I Oh. I can only imagine she's sitting down with her family and like, oh, I'm in the finale of Lost Season 4. Let's let's have a party. <laughs> Whoops. There's the G-banger. <laughs> There's the picture for the episode. <laughs> I don't know tag also hanging out the back as well. Like, just... <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny that you noticed that because I was... I did notice that for the first time ever this last watch. I was almost going to message you. And actually, I'm just looking at the scene right now, and besides the G-Bang, in the background, you can actually see Vincent. There's a somebody sitting with Vincent. Is it Bernard, maybe? I can't actually tell who it is, but there's somebody sitting with I Vincent. I was too distracted. Yes, exactly. Vincent in a G-string. Um, <laughs> I was actually to point out before, I love how the, the freight has actually moved within sight line, eyesight of the, the island now. So, Cool. Uh, meanwhile, back at the orchid, who should be in the elevator? <gasps> it's Kimi. Ba, 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 ba. Uh, dreamy like, Kimi. Dreamy Kimi. Sounds like a fruit. Um, basically, he's like bleeding out of his leg. All his body's dripping out of his shoe. Um, I just love him kind of walking down the thing like, you know, I know where you are, John. You're hiding in the shadows. Um, so menacing. See you in the shadows as a child. Um, and I love Locke coming out and just basically like, I have no beef with you. You have no beef with my people. Um, <laughs> but I have chicken. Really? Is that going to work, Locke? Um, we also find out... Jummy Joe. Um, Kimi takes off his jacket, or muscular Kimi. And the little device that we saw in his arm a couple of episodes back is the... This is what he's signaling from the boat. This is attached to his arm. So if his heart rate goes, if he dies... The boat blows up and everyone dies. So it's kind of a cool little uh, twist there, isn't it? That you know, this is this is what's going to happen. Basically, if uh, you know, I I get killed. Um, <laughs> that's funny to it's... you, Noah. People die on the boat. <laughs> no, you saying if I get killed just made me laugh for something. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I don't mean it. I didn't mean to laugh. Sure, you don't um... mean it. The one thing that 
it's a great idea by Dreamy Kimi, but the one thing he's forgetting is this is Ben Linus. Mm. <laughs> ben I... Linus don't care about nobody. <laughs> one question I have to ask, though, is they're a long way down underneath the ground, right? Miles. How far away are they the also reception. from the beach? How is this <laughs> receiving? All there's a bloody like if they've got a signal that strong, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um so anyway, I love Ben just all of a sudden badass Ben coming in and is like punching him down and stabbing the shit out of his neck. The one the one bit that I think like I love Michael Emerson. I don't like the fault he's acting, but that bit when he's like, You killed my daughter Um He's a... That was a pretty good Ben personage. Thank you. Ben's can be Ben. Ben Waterworth. <laughs> That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Um, so Stab's absolutely living shit out of him. And of course, Locke's basically like, what are you doing? You just killed everyone on that boat. And then we get the greatest line in the history of Locke. Of Locke. In Locke. <laughs> this previously on Locke. Um, <laughs> just basically looks at Locke and says, so. And then, poof, lost. Oh! oh! Only only Michael Emerson could pull off reading a script so in and all, make it into a cliffhanger. In all fairness, he's kind of onto something. Like, what does it matter to Ben? Like, these people have quite tried to kill him. So, like, so? <laughs> it's just so epic, though. Like, they're so worried about the bomb, but really, if Kimi lived, then it never would have gone off. But then it's just like, well, who cares? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, rip Kimi. Um, do we eulogize Kimi? He dead. Cool. Um, yeah, next week we can talk a bit more about him. Uh, but yeah, that's wow. What a what a way to end part two, Noah Groves. <laughs> yeah, that so is just. I know it aired on the same night, so it's not really a cliffhanger. But for people rewatch, for people watching it for the first time, the episodes are separate, so it is the ending of the episode. Um, yeah, this middle part, it's amazing to think there's still an hour left because it's just go, go, go on this episode. <sighs> Sorry, I was bored. I was joining. Um, go, go, Gadget. Do you watch Inspector Gadget? Yeah. <laughs> Did you like it? Uh, I remember the live action version. Oh, Matthew Broderick and Michelle Trachtenberg. Yes. Good movie. Um, my era. I'm not going to read any of the trivia in that because uh, we'll wait till the next episode. Maybe we can go over some of that. You, that's your job next, so you can do that. Um, <laughs> questions, answers. Who is Jeremy Bentham? Who is the mole? Jeremy Bentham. Uh, we're literally going to answer that question, though, in the space of, like, an hour. I thought we don't usually do that. Uh, do we learn it in next episode? Well, I mean, it's Locke, right? Oh, yeah, with the coffin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, then I guess guess we don't need to do that. Well, then, then let's just delete what I typed then, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Anal Pants. Um, the baby cake crying sound is coming to Aaron? Um, no? Uh, well, she does have Aaron this episode. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe yes. Uh, how does Jin die? Oh, we find that out next. That's sad. Um, how did Kate end up with Aaron? That's from episode four this season. We can cross that out, can't we? Yeah, I think that's pretty much answered. Yep. Claire ran away. <laughs> She's still lost in the jungle. 
She will be for a good three years. Oh, we don't see her at all next season, do we? No. Who are the Oceanic Six? We can answer that one. Done that. I, uh, yeah, this was... Last episode, actually, was confirmation that Aaron was... Yep. Uh, the sixth. How did Kate and Jack get off the island? Can we answer that one, or...? Next episode. Uh, what is the deal with Richard not aging? What is the deal... Uh, what? Oh, hang on. We answered. We've answered this question from episode eighteen, season three. What's up with them all being all dead and wreckage found? Oh yeah, yeah. We've answered that one. You can see we follow through with our uh, answers here. Folks. <laughs> um, We're like lost. We just ask the questions, but we don't answer. Any. How did Nancy get to the island? Uh, who is a mysterious woman who likes chestnuts? Why is it? <laughs> Why is it Nathan Fillion in movies? What's up with Desmond's visions? Did we get an answer to that? No. Yeah, I feel like we kind of answered that. Yeah. It was the electromagnetism. Yeah, let's let's cross that off because why why not? What is purple sky? Who are the guys in the snow? What is the Fortoid statue? Why does Asian man <laughs> use different names in each video? Um, <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, all right. Uh, so, um, buying, renting, or binning? Bin. <laughs> uh, definitely buy but I'm, I'm just wondering do I like this one or last one better I like this one better I think I like the flashbacks of the first one better but this one has the big fight at the chopper and Kimi coming back and the, the Sawyer moment so maybe I like this one better but I do like the flashbacks of flash forwards of episode one better though I we got Walt. Walt. Um, <laughs> I like this one better. I am buying it. I am ranking this at twenty fifth. No, I feel like this finale all round is going to be quite low for your normal standard. That's a bit racist. We've still got an episode to go, um, so you never know. This is between flashes before your eyes and the shape of things to come. At what, what number? 26? 20... Where, where did you put the other finales? Um, well, there's a few. Exodus. Uh, Exodus Part 3 is third. Uh, Exodus Part 1 is ninth. And Exodus Part 2 is 23rd. Uh, Live together, die alone. Um, part 2 is fourth and part one is 34th oh, uh, through the looking glass part two is number one and part one is number 19 and oh. that's it right there's a two or three two well there you go so how will next one go? You're about to find out because we're about to do that right now. Well, you're about to listen to what I mean. We're not going to do it. We're going to wait a week to record it, but um, you don't have to know that. Uh, <laughs> spoil the illusion, Ben. Um, but yeah, that's that's we're nearly there. Nearly there, Noah Groves. Nearly there. But it's been exciting. Just do as you're told and like stuff and whatnot, and we'll probably give you the spiel more so in the next episode. Until then, my name is Ben, and Gary Sweet is cool. 
My name is Nora and Gary Sweet is cool. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.